Yes, sir. You know what time it is. Welcome to Cali right here on Points Bet of Fanatics Experience. My name is Kazim Famiwide, coming to you live from the great state of North Carolina. Come on, Eraser, take your shirt off. But before we get into any of that, we had some incredible NBA action, and we got to start off in the city of Angels. The Battle of Los Angeles went down last night, and boy, did it live up to expectations? The Los Angeles Lakers and the LA Clippers battled late into the night, needing overtime to finish it off. But we had a winner, and it was your Los Angeles Lakers. Pretty much not surprising, but should be surprisingly led by 38-year-old LeBron James, continuing to defy age, defy logic, defy anything that was put up against them going into this season as far as minutes restrictions, as far as points production, as far as uh, handing over the keys to Anthony Davis. No, 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 no. As long as you have LeBron James on your team, he will always be the alpha, always be the number one, because he is arguably the greatest basketball player we have ever seen, and he continued to prove it last night. 35 points. 12 rebounds, 7 assists, and 42 minutes of action. So much for that minutes restriction Darvin Ham was trying to get on LeBron James this season. Uh, it looked like they needed every single minute and then some for the Lakers to pull out the win. They are now uh, just slightly above 500 for the first time this season with a 3-2 and two record. The Clippers go down 3-2. and two. Obviously, if you haven't heard or if you've been living under a rock, it made a little noise this week, uh, acquiring James Harden in a mega trade that seems to have taken forever to finally consummate. And even without James Harden, this Clippers team, this Clippers team that has beaten the Los Angeles Lakers 11 straight times and haven't beaten them as a home team since December of 2016, looked every bit the championship contender. We've expected them to be for a number of years now. The only difference between all these years is that this is the first time in a long time we've seen Kawhi Leonard and Paul George fully healthy playing together. For most of the game, it seemed like it was going to be a rout, right? It started off with a 37-24 advantage for the Los Angeles Clippers, and it just kind of seemed like it wasn't going to be the Los Angeles Lakers night. But it came to the third quarter, and a huge run spearheaded by LeBron James and Anthony Davis, closing that gap, and then eventually getting to an incredible Fourth quarter finish between Paul George, between LeBron James, trading baskets back and forth. A questionable call here and there by Cam Reddish. But at the end of the day, the game got set into overtime by three clutch free throws from PG-13. He finished the game with 35 points, six rebounds, and one assist. Kawhi Leonard looking like he's back like he never left. Finishing with 38 points, six rebounds, and five assists. And Russell Westbrook almost messed around and got himself another triple-double, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. The Stars were absolutely out for the Battle of Los Angeles, and that's the way you always wanted it when these two teams are healthy and playing as each other, especially in the beginning of the NBA season. It wasn't just LeBron James that was balling out, though, even though he absolutely was on his A game. Anthony Davis continues to be an absolute monster in the post. 
as long as he's not going up against Nikola Jokic, okay? He finishes with 27 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists. D'Angelo Russell starting to really turn into a, a dependable scorer for the Lakers this part of the season. He had 27 points, six assists, and two rebounds. Christian Wood, a double-double, including a clutch Put back jam off a Cam Reddish miss at the end of the game. He finished with 10 points and 11 rebounds. And Austin Reeves uh, finally starting to round back into shape after an incredible breakout season last year. He finished with 15 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. But like I always said, this story is all about LeBron James, right? At 38 years of age, in overtime, over the minutes restriction, just when most people would probably think, hey, just lay it up. Nope. Here comes Austin Reeves on a fast break, throwing it up to LeBron James in his 21st season of NBA action, still getting eye level with the rim and putting it down, putting the exclamation point on an incredible night of basketball in the Crypto.com arena. If the Battle of Los Angeles is going to be like this already, I can't wait to see how it's going to look when James Harden is a part of the Los Angeles Clippers. Boy, what a game. What a finish lived up to the expectations of what we've been trying to see for the past several years. Let's just keep all these guys healthy. Wrap them all in bubble wrap. Keep them all good so we can see this more often this year, especially in the upcoming in-season tournament. Now, back in New York City, this was the second half of a back-to-back, a home-and-home series with the two teams that faced off against each other in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs last year. We had the New York Knicks taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. And this was another game that told the tale of two stars, but for two completely different reasons. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who just lost a blowout uh, game against the New York Knicks on their home court just the night before, said, uh-uh. We ain't going for that again. They beat the New York Knicks 95-89, getting their record to 2-3 and on the year and falling, giving the Knicks their third loss on the season as well. And they were led by the mercurial Donovan Mitchell. Spider-Man dropped 30 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. He was absolutely on fire and made sure that these New York Knicks did not come in and get two victories on this Cavs team. We know that they sent them home last year and there have been a lot of chirping on both sides about who did what and who was using uh, what for uh, inspiration going into this season. Added to the fact this team, both of these teams, however, were, ca- were down key players. The New York Knicks out without their leading scorer, R.J. Barrett, for uh, a sore knee. The Cleveland Cavaliers out without Jared Allen and Darius Garland, their other all-star guard so one would expect their New York Knicks to you know step up and their star players to perform and unfortunately for Julius Randle his shooting struggles continue he had one of his worst games of the season so far uh and he finished with three for 15 shooting from the field right from the field goals he was 0 for 6 from downtown and that's not just last night. Julius Randle has been struggling all season long from the field. Yes, he's been rebounding and yes, he's been facilitating like we've come to to be used to him uh, in the past several years but just in the last five games Julius Randle has shot 5 for 14 from the field, 4 for 15 from the field 4 for 10 from the field 5 for 22 from the field and now 3 
for 15 from the field yesterday. Uh, Julius Randle, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, granted, people miss shots. It's going to happen. But I think one thing that stuck out with a lot of fans of this Knicks team and what has stuck out with Julius Randle for a lot of his tenure as a New York Knicks has been the body language. And there's just been moments where he's not necessarily hustling and there's just easy baskets happening in front of him. And if there's a cardinal sin that you never want to commit as a New York sports uh, figure, especially in this city, it's being accused of not hustling, being accused of not working hard. And there are some damning uh, video footages that we've seen in the last game that, you know, we'll, we'll get those hard, those, those Julius Randle detractors to start feeling some type of way about them. So it was definitely uh, not the best game for the all-star big man for the New York Knicks, especially 35 minutes of action. Jalen Brunson did what he had to do. He finished with 24 points, four rebounds, and four assists. Taking way more shots than I think people expected him to. Josh Hart got the start for R.J. Barrett. He finished with 11 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. While Dante DiVincenzo chipped him with 16, and Emmanuel quickly came off the bench to give you 18, 6, and 4 in 28 minutes of action and it don't get any easier for the new york knicks coming up this friday they start off the in-season tournament taking on the milwaukee bucks a team who just lost to the toronto raptors and uh just coming off another disappointing game for damian lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo scoring wise so we shall see how the new york knicks bounce back as the in-season tournament kicks off this friday uh a team that i don't think anybody wants to see in the eastern conference right now is the Boston Celtics undefeated right now. And earlier this week, I talked to NBC Sports and they asked me which game I was really looking forward to this upcoming week. And I circled the Pacers and the Celtics because the Pacers, I think, got off to a, a pretty good start. Tyrese Halliburton was playing at a high level. And uh, I like the piece that they put around him to see if they were going to be a team that sort of steps up this year in the Eastern Conference. Well, Tyrese Halliburton didn't suit up and it was all bad. For the Indiana Pacers, they lost by 51 points as the Boston Celtics put up 155 points in regulation to dismantle the Indiana Pacers, 104 to 155. Uh, no Halliburton, and it was just, it, it was like the, the, the hoop was as big as the ocean. For the Boston Celtics, they couldn't miss. They shot 56% from the field, going 54 for 95. They shot 20 for 35 from the three-point line and 27 for 28 from the free throw line. While the Indiana Pacers couldn't buy a bucket from downtown, they went five for 37 from three-point land. And boy, oh boy, that is not something you want to see, especially against this Boston Celtics team. They look like every bit as good as people expected them to be going into this season. I mean, Kristaps Porzingis has been a hand and glove fit ever since losing the Tom Lord and slotting Al Horford to the bench. Drew Holiday has been an all-around great defensive get for the Boston Celtics. He finished with 15.7 rebounds and four assists. Jason Tatum continues to play at the MVP level, scoring 30 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists, while Derek White chipped in with 18 points, four assists, and three rebounds. But it was the bench for the Boston Celtics that really blew this game open. Peyton Pritchard, a guy who I think people should keep an eye out for as sixth man of the year going into this season after getting broke off and paid in the offseason. He dropped 15 points, seven rebounds, and oh, I'm sorry, 15 points, nine assists, 
and four rebounds, while Sam Hauser chipped in with 17 points and three rebounds in 19 minutes. The Boston Celtics have been on an absolute tear since the season started, and uh, they are looking like the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. So who knows now? Now that you're starting to play well, when is these Boston Celtics going to lose? What is their schedule looking like? Well, let's take a look. The Boston Celtics this upcoming Saturday. They got a few days off. They take on the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn at 8 o'clock. Then the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota, which is always going to be a tough uh, road trip. Then they take on the Philadelphia 76ers this Wednesday, November 8th at 7 p.m. And then the Brooklyn Nets again next Friday as a part of the NBA in-season tournament. So by this time next week, will the Boston Celtics still be 8-0? There's a possibility, but if they are, man, we really got to start talking about what's going to happen with this team. We all know they can dominate in the regular season. We all know that it's going to be all about can they put it together when it matters most in postseason play. Because the Boston Celtics, my pick to win it all this year on points bet, is looking every bit the championship favorite that they have been projected to be. That's it for today's episode of Count It. Thank you so much for kicking it with me. I'm going to head over to North Carolina Central, and then I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to talk all about the NBA action taking place tonight. My name is Kazim Famiguide. This is Count It, part of PointsBet, a Fanatics experience, and I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace out, people.